Welcome back to Bit Different, everybody. This is Satine. And this is Rob. Hello. Hey, Rob. How's it going? I'm fine. You seem much more lively today than yesterday. Did you know you have a Steven behind you? I was aware. There's a Steven back there, creeping. He's playing some Breath of the Wild, I hear. Yes, yes, he is. Some good stuff. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm in better spirits. That's uh, good. Yeah. Although you are wounded. I'm a wounded soldier. Yeah, so um, on Sunday, Stephen had decided to leave that weekend to go to Vegas and left me to my own devices in the kitchen, which you should never do. Because I am not that girl. So when he leaves town, he's supposed to take all the knives with him? Yeah. You can't fly with those. He he may be um, Stephen Crocker, but I'm definitely not Betty. So we ha- I had an issue. <laughs> an issue. <laughs> I had an issue with an avocado. That fucker tried to kill me. Um, so, okay, this is a freak accident. I Typically, when you cut an avocado, you cut it in half around the pit. Yes. And then you stick the tip of the knife into the pit and just flick the pit out. Oh, I, I, this way, I do the, I bury the butt of the knife. Oh. Into the, into the pit, and then you twist, and it just sticks to the knife. I don't flick anything. Oh, yeah, well, I I bury it in. Of course, if you miss, though, that's when knives go through avocados into hands, which people call that avocado hand when you slice across your palm. Which I didn't even know that was. Yeah. This was a rendition of avocado hand. So avocado pits are really, you know, they're rock hard. They're pretty tough. So I usually just stick the tip in and just flick the pit out, which (laughs) sounds like a gay porn joke, but that's okay. (laughs) Um, However, I stuck the tip of the knife into the pit it split the pit oh god and because i was not expecting it i it forced me to puncture through the freaking um avocado and went almost an inch deep right into my hand between my ring finger and my pinky on my left hand oh my god so i have this like half inch gash did you get stitches oh yeah there's stitches in there um it was like a gaping hole. And so I was like, okay, I was in the kitchen. I was like, what am I going to do? This will, will get graphic. So I hope you all throw up who are listening and you start to get as dizzy as I did. Normally things like this do not affect me. Like I can watch anything bloody. I can yeah, watch yeah. Hostel. And I'm like, ooh, this is cute. But for some reason, when I saw that hole in my hand, I started to sweat then I had cold sweat. Oh, God, you're about to pass out. I was about to pass out. But also, like, you know, there is blood loss and shock. The shock and everything. So I was like, okay. So I grabbed um, a paper towel, and I put it on top of it, and I held it, you know, really tight so I wouldn't get any blood loss. I'm thinking Tomb Raider in my head the entire time. I am Laura Croft. I just got hit. I'm in the plane. I have to wrap my hand up. So I get on the floor. I just lay down and I wait till like the fever, you know, passes. And so I get up, I go, I pour about a gallon of alcohol down that hole. So my hands basically. So you started drinking? (laughs) No, (laughs) isopropyl. And I pour it into the wound and then I clean the wound and then I put a bandage over. I'm like, okay, I could just leave it like that and it will eventually close up. Mm. I checked it about two hours later. I looked at it. I was like, oh, that doesn't look so good. 
And I was like, I think I'm just gonna have two flaps there if I let them like if I let them heal individually and it yeah. doesn't like connect. So I was like, I gotta go get this thing patched up. So I went and saw the doctor and he sewed it up for me, which is the weirdest feeling when you have like a wound and you feel the needle for what is it called? The not the Novocaine, but oh, the, oh, oh. The, like, it's like a Novocaine for your hand. Uh, it's a. It's probably li- not lidocaine. No, it's yeah. Well, no. What is? I don't know. It's a numbing. Yeah, like the the substance. local numbing agent. Yeah, and when they shoot it up in you, and then your hand, when they start to like dig the sutures into you, it feels like your hand is made of like, I don't know, felt. Weird. It's so fabulous. I loved it, but. I, I almost passed out three times. Jesus. It was really weird. Well, it's so funny. I, I feel like I never really did pass out from stuff, but like it's if I see somebody I know bleeding or whatever, it just, it definitely is different. Like, yeah. Cause like, I mean, I got bitten by a dog. I, you could like see the bone on my, my ring finger on my right hand pretty much. Like it was pretty gnarly. And I was Ouch. a kid Ooh. and I was fine. I was walking around like, just like, okay, well, I guess I should go wash this. And I went yeah. to the sink. My mom was about to pass out, but I oh, was geez. fine. Yeah. Um, but like, you know, meanwhile, like I make fun of my sister though. Cause I used to like, if I cut myself shaving, my sister would be like, oh, and like have to go lay down. And I was just like, dude, get over it. What the fuck? Like, I'm fine. I'm bleeding, you know? And she was, but like, I always thought it was weird. And like, luckily my sister got over that, which is great. Cause she has kids yeah. now and they're always probably bleeding. But like, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not, it's weird, I'm not, like, I can watch all the TV shows, I can do all these things, but, like, occasionally something will just be like, ugh, that's not what I, I like. I, I know, it's so gross, and apparently I, like, freaked Steven and Keith out, and... Well, because you're not to be trusted by yourself. Steven, I guess he was at work, and he saw a coworker cutting, what was it, a mango? A mango, and he said I almost wanted to pass out because it scared me. <laughs> yes, we have to work on your uh, avocado pit removal techniques. Oh, I have people already sending me avocado knives. Like, there's special knives with, like, a spoon at the end to, like, oh. pit and cut avocados. Well, that's good. Yeah. Sometimes it takes a, a gnarly kitchen mistake to sort of right the ship and get what you need. Yeah. Todd exploded some eggs that he was uh, hard-boiling once. Exploded like, them? Like, we're talking, like, he forgot. He went into the bedroom and watched the Lance Armstrong interview with Oprah. And who wouldn't? And I suddenly smelled something burning. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And I got up. And he said, my eggs! Well, I, got, I, went, I walked into the kitchen and like the pan, dry. Oh, shit. The shells had gone brown. They were white. And I was like... Was he hard boiling them? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so like, I told him even at the beginning, I was like, set a timer for these eggs. And he was like, no, I'll remember. I was like, fine. Then he did. He totally forgot. So I touched the pan and I... Stupid. Oh no! Like, it's like you know our pans have like insulated handles, so uh-huh. they shouldn't hurt. But like, hello, it's been sitting on the fucking stove so long that like it I didn't even think about through. it. So I grabbed the handle, which yeah. didn't burn me, but it was hot. And I realized like, oh shit, it's hot. So I dropped it, and it fell probably an inch back to the burner. As soon as it happened, <gasps> all over the place. One egg exploded. Sounded like a gunshot. Then a second one exploded, also like a gunshot. I'm cowering on the other side of the you kitchen. You rocked the cradle, Rob. Like, I walked over. I was. I. I. I fled the other side of the kitchen, head in hands, because it was so fucking loud and and just everywhere. <laughs> and Todd came running in. He's like, "What happened? What happened? Are you okay?" I started screaming at him. I was like, "You motherfucker!" I was so mad. And um. And then as soon as I was done yelling at him, like on cue, third egg explodes. Oh my gosh. Uh. And Todd, like. It hasn't happened in a while, but it wouldn't surprise me if it still happened. We're, we were finding eggshell in our 
kitchen for years for years come. absolutely years like yeah. it was like oh we moved the toaster somehow it was underneath the toaster like uh taught it to mop the ceiling because it oh, was i everywhere. believe it like and yeah i was thinking like oh when we got rid of our, our our modem and we updated to a new high-speed modem oh there was a bunch of egg in that like cool let's That's throw that thing so away gross. like but it's funny from that whole thing though i told someone at work and my boss at the time uh bought me and todd a little chrome egg thing that you put eggs in and a little amount of water and you hit go and as soon as the water is evaporated it, it turns, turns itself, itself off. off it's time and yeah. it cooks everything really well Smart. and so i was just like oh my god so it's funny I, sometimes you gotta bleed a bit or yeah. uh mop the ceiling yeah in order to get what you actually need feels like the fourth of july makes me want a hot dog real bad <sighs> okay it's like the popping it's like the fourth of july yes you don't know where no. Well, I understand that they sounded like fireworks, but yes. I, was, I was curious That's what you were making. What I was saying. I was curious if you were making reference to anything that I didn't know. Oh my god, Rob. What? Yes. What was that? Legally Blonde 2. Oh, never no, never saw that. Well, they're making a 3, so you better catch up. I no. <laughs> they just made a third Hotel Transylvania. I haven't seen any of those. Yes, you have. Don't you lie no, to I've me. I've seen none of those. I've seen the first Legally Blonde. And, that's, and it was amazing. N- and the that, second one sucked. but a, And that was enough for yeah, me, the yeah, first well. one. What have you been up to besides listening to me cut myself? I've been honestly up to as little as humanly possible. It's been kind of nice. Uh, Rob, this is a running theme. But I'm just, I like my time. What I want to do is like play games, which I have, you know, stuff to talk about for the podcast then. <laughs> uh, technically, I'm just doing research for the podcast all the time. I'm uh, Rob. I sit at home when I'm home. <laughs> the end. I mean, like, yeah. I, at least I can make up something. Like, at least I was home, but I still cut myself to make things interesting. You know, well, I have <laughs> I have three things I did. None of them are especially interesting, though. Okay, I let's took hear it. I took the dog to get her nails trimmed over the weekend. That was fun. I got to see a bunch of dogs in the waiting room. That was cute. See, uh, also Todd and I rewatched Pet Cemetery, and let me does tell you, does not hold up. It does not hold <laughs> up. That has some of the worst acting ever. I still love it. Well, it's like, uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's like it's always gonna have like a bit of a soft spot for me. But like, even like the two things that really upset me when How's I was Aunt Zelda, does she hold up? No, like I was like the two. You're things, like that's a man. The two things that really upset me <laughs> growing up seeing that movie were Zelda uh-huh. and the jogger. Oh yeah, um don't uh, Pascal. Yes. Yes. And like neither of them Pascal. Pascal. Yes, and none of them actually really upset me that much this time. And I was like, oh, "All right, that's kind of weird." Like so um yeah, like Todd and I actually really want to see Pet Cemetery 2 now cuz I haven't seen that. I have seen it. I, I haven't seen it in decades. It's and more so, of an action film. Was it? Compared to the first one. I guess one. I would say decades, because the first movie is almost 20 years old. It's 19 years old now. So I guess I haven't seen the f- the second one probably over 10 years. Um, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm really curious. I want to see it again. I don't remember it making a lot of sense, but I'll give it a go. Yeah. See Why not? Um, and then on the same sort of uh, bent there, Todd and I watched the first two episodes of Castle Rock. Oh, what do you think? I like it. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I, I like how it's sort of, um, even though it's not literally, you know, it's not telling a King story that's already been told, Yeah, it feels very Stephen King. Yeah. Which is great, like, even though he's not really involved in the show at all, I don't think. 
but like no? it just it captures the spirit really well. I thought he was. Well, I'm sure like he's, a producer. I'm sure he signed. He's probably an executive producer, which means he gets to say yes or no to things and cash the checks, you know, or whatever. He might be more involved, but like Pet Cemetery, that movie. Like first off, he's in it. He's the priest uh, at Gage's funeral. Okay, yeah. But also, he wrote the screenplay. He was on set every day. Like, he was involved in the production of Pet Cemetery. I don't think he's that involved in the production of Castle Rock. Maybe he'll play a character later on. He could. But, yeah. you know, I mean, so far I'm enjoying it. it. I like the fact that it feels familiar but fresh. Like, it's it's doing it And you it's don't it find right. it kind of slow. I mean, I know his movies are slow, but this is a series. Well, it's like, you warned me that it was slow, but honestly, that first episode I thought was, like, near perfect. Just fine? Okay. Yeah. I mean, if anything, like, it starts off pretty strong, like, with the scene in the, the car. And no, the kid and the scene in the car. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a good scene. It, it started off in a way where Todd and I were like, oh. The show is not playing. Yeah, and like, I forgot to mention. Yeah, and I forgot to mention last week that the prison it takes place at is Shawshank. Yeah, so it's another familiar setting. So yeah, and like I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, like yeah, I think it's it's very cool. Um, and yeah, based on the the second episode, I'm really intrigued for more. But Todd was very tired, so we didn't watch yeah. more. I love um the girl. Oh, the, the, what she's from Sweet Home Alabama and all those. I can't films help you with that. Like, you have to stop with the Reese 2000s. Witherspoon movies. Uh, Why? Because I can't keep up with. They're you. so good. And Sweet um, Home Alabama is so good. That was a master's thesis project from a cinema student at USC. That screenplay. Really? Yeah. There's a gay character in it. All right then. There's two. What? Oh, so the, they had to make a second one so that one could find love because there are no other gays in this universe. No, Sweet Home Alabama only had one. Oh, it's so just the one. Yeah, because it's perfect on its own. Um. So, uh, what was it? Um, no, uh, the 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 woman. Um, her name is uh Melanie Linsky. She was on the show Togetherness. Yes, I helped her at Nordstrom before. Really? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, she was on the show Togetherness on HBO for two seasons, which I liked a lot. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, she's um she riding in cars with boys. She with um. Oh, was she in that? Drew Barrymore. Yeah, and she was in um. Heavenly Creatures with Kate Winslet. It's uh, Peter Jackson's first movie. I never saw it. Well, because she's from New Zealand, I think. Oh. So, yeah. Huh. Okay, cool. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like she's awesome. So she's cool. Anyway, so that's what I'm but up in, to. A whole lot of nothing. In the third episode, which you haven't seen, her story starts to come together. Yeah? Yeah. So that that's pretty exciting. So wait till the third episode. Well, and it's funny. For a minute, I when I saw her, all I could think of was Alison Tolman. Who turns out plays her sister, which that was a really fun surprise in season, in episode two. I don't know who that is. Uh, she was on Fargo season one. She's in Krampus. She's in I think, Krampus. I think she's a cop. No, she's not a cop. She's know. in Krampus. Okay. She's in things. Okay, Rob. She's, fine. She's good. So I'll dig up a photo so you can see her. I saw Happy Death Day. Ooh. What'd you think? As per your request. It's fun, right? It was more of an urge, really. Yeah, it was really good. Really fun, really campy. It's, uh, yeah, it's one of those horror films you can watch more than once and not feel bad about it. Yeah, she's yeah. in Krampus, that, and that's her. Not in Krampus, but that's her. I don't even recognize her. In Castle Rock. <laughs> I mean, she was in... I still don't recognize... That's from Castle Rock? No, she was in an episode of Castle Rock, episode two. She has lunch or dinner with her sister. Where they oh, talk right, about right, right. Estate. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, her. That's right. 
I don't remember now. That's all. Okay, so tell me more about Happy Death Day. Um, yeah, so it's like the horror version of Groundhog Day, and it's pretty funny. It's actually very funny. And um, I don't know what else to say about it. Like, the characters are stupid and very college moronic and it was like when it first started like because i knew it's like watching the horror film version of legally blonde <laughs> well it's like when it started like i i knew that it was like a groundhog day slasher film so i figured the main victim of the movie was going to be her mm-hmm. like i wasn't expecting anyone else and to i liked her well it's it, when the movie started yeah uh ev- everything she did which at least part of, like this is part of what the movie's trying to establish is that she's not a good person yeah. Like, at least the movie knows that. Yeah. Because for a while, she was going, and I was just like, I looked at Todd, and I was like, I hate and her. And she starts to realize it. I was like, this is before she even realized it. This is like yeah. on day one. Day one, Of yeah. the movie. I was like, I hate her. She's and, a bitch for the first few days. Well, and then every person that she encounters, I kept bleeding over Todd, and I was like, I hate them. Like, I hope all these people die. And Todd's like, well, hopefully they will. And I was like... Unfortunately, I know what this movie's about, and I don't think many of them are going to die, and I kind of wish they all would. And at least by the time the movie's done, there's redemption, and it's, and it's so funny. and, yeah. Yeah. It just has so much fun with its its material. It knows what it is. Totally. It yeah. knows it's a PG-13 horror film. Yeah. With a completely outlandish uh, premise. And I don't know if you realize this, but every time that fucking killer with the baby mask shows up, the the baby mask is the mascot for the school they go to too. So like this mask is everywhere. So she doesn't she can't pinpoint who the actual killer is because it could be anybody. Um, what what's the mascot called? The something. Oh, I don't remember. I forget. But anyhow, it's a baby, and every time that damn killer shows up, the music does this weird violiny twang, like a baby going. <laughs> And it's like, oh, I hate that sound. <laughs> it's like a baby crying, but in the worst way possible. <laughs> nice. Anyway, so yeah, that was a good film. Excellent. Yeah. Um, and then um, I also saw a ton of Miyazaki films. Ah. Yeah, Ghibli films. I just felt like seeing cartoons, and I wanted something that was like would touch me in all my good spots. Whoa. Yeah. Because I had a broken hand, and I was like, well, I've got to relax, so I just might as well watch something interesting. And I've seen a lot of Ghibli films. Is it Ghibli or Ghibli? I don't know. I think it's Ghibli. And, um, but I have a collection, and there were a lot I haven't seen, so I watched Castle in the Sky. It's, I've seen very few, to be honest. God, they're so brilliant. Castle in the Sky was really good. It's about... A castle in the sky? It's about two hours too long. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, no, it, um, that one's one that's hard to explain. You just watch it. It's really good. And then I saw um, Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. It's about this princess who kind of rules over this valley of people. Um, at the time, it's in the future when the whole world is filled with, like, vegetation and spores. And, like, this um, type of, like, poisonous spore has taken over the water supply, so everything is poisonous. And, like, huge insectoids are, like, populating the earth, and humans have to tread lightly not to um, make them angry, or they'll basically just destroy them. So it's this interesting story about, like, nature and how it can destroy us if we don't take care of it. I really liked it. 
And then, and that one was from like the 80s, so it was way ahead of its time. Um, Porco Rosso was about this pig who's a pilot and he does like mercenary jobs in order to like make his, you know, make ends meet and bring home the bacon. He gots to bring home the bacon, Rob. (laughs) I love that. You're so good. (laughs) You're so good to me. I do my best. (laughs) And um, it's basically, according to critics, Miyazaki's most personal piece, even though I didn't. It's like my least favorite of his films. I feel like it's, it's kind of. So what I'm hearing is personally you don't like him. Well, I don't know. It's very. It's 91, so it's very like male centric, and the guy always calls the women like chick, not chicks, but you know he puts them down and like girls can't do that. Mm. Da da da, and the girls always have to prove themselves to the men, and it's just that kind of. I don't like that machismo kind of... Well, I love that he came around and then ended up making, like, Princess Mononoke about, like, an amazing, well, he has you know, strong woman. Yeah. Well, he has strong female characters in all his movies. Like, he is pro-strong female character. Oh, he has a lot of that. It's just that there's a lot of pushback in that one that I don't find that attractive or appealing. A lot of, like, misogyny. Yes. Exactly. Machismo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, and then one more, and then that's it. Kiki's Delivery Service, which I hadn't seen. It's about the witch who... Dubbed or subbed? They're all dubbed. Okay. So you got to hear Kirsten Dunst? Yeah, she's not bad. Well, she's not a bad actress, really. Okay, so I saw Kiki's Delivery Service, <laughs> and um, it was really cute. I've only seen a handful of, mm-hmm. of, um, of his films. Like, I've only seen Spirited Away... That one's like his most famous because well, it yeah. won all the awards. Which I actually got to see that uh, in the theaters? subbed in a theater. Oh, nice. Because like in America, it only got released uh, dubbed, dubbed because they got like uh, Jennifer Aniston and they got like a lot of celebrities to be in it. Yeah. And um, luckily, I lived, or like one of my best friends in the dorms was um, a fan taking a Japanese class. Ah. And they got it. So there was a Japanese subbed print uh that got played at the El Capitan one day only and I got to go with his class. So I got to see it like as it was meant to be seen in a theater, which was really cool. Did they play the dub version the rest of the time at the El uh-huh. Capitan? Okay, I was like, gonna say every other show was dubbed, but we yeah. had the sub. So it wasn't just a one time thing they should spirit it away. Because it no, is no, Disney. It was Disney distributed it, yes. Yeah. So it, it was a one time for us to see the the subbed. Cool. Um Nice. Well, and I realized actually I did a little, did a little bit more. Yeah, tell me more. Uh, I watched Girls Trip. Oh yeah, what'd you think? You it hated was, it. No, it was fun actually. It's it is a movie that knows exactly what it is. It's super cute. I do a few nitpicks. I'm a little like I was a little just not that taken by the like required piss or shit in a public street. God, scene. I love that scene. It's like that scene <laughs> I just could have done without because like bridesmaids did it, but I even then I didn't even think it was that funny in bridesmaids. Like, but that know. was like, they took a hose. Oh yeah, and then no, sprayed it out. It of was. Her. It was <laughs> like, it. I mean, it was. Yeah, it was like problem child two projectile vomit over the top. Yeah, piss joke. Yeah, like it was yeah. times two. Yeah, it was a little. It was just <laughs> yeah, yeah, times two. So yeah, it was. It was that was fine. Um, I did feel it was like a half hour too long. Like so many comedies, I could agree to that. Yeah, like so many comedies, I feel like they just need to be funny. But unfortunately, a lot of them are trying to find the heart and tell a good story. Yeah, and I can appreciate that too. But like, I feel like all like say anything. But like, National Lamp- 
Lampoons could do it in 90 minutes. Totally. Why can't anybody else? Like, Judd Apatow cannot make a comedy that's shorter than two and a half hours long, apparently. Like, we don't need that. It was really long. And, and then when you think it was going to end, it just kept going. And had a whole yeah. other part to it. Yeah. Because Girl's Trip is a solid two hours. Yeah. Like, solid. It's too long. Um, But, like, Tiffany Haddish was really funny. Um, I liked a lot of it. Um, And um, I really like uh, Regina Hall. I just really like her the main yeah yeah i mean i loved her good. in scary movie and so i like seeing oh my her. god i forgot that was her so I, liked, I liked her actually playing the more the straight man role like i mean if anything like her and uh what queen latifah are both playing it actually no, everyone's playing it pretty straight except for tiffany haddish uh-huh. there's in like kind of a crazy situation but like they're all very like yeah. you know professional women um tiffany's just nuts oh tiffany's crazy <laughs> she's so funny so um even her first scene where she's getting fired from her job <laughs> it's like the funniest shit so she's good. like okay i'll see you on tuesday <laughs> <laughs> and so like um yeah i mean the best word i can think of to describe girls trip is it's harmless it's absolutely fun for what it is not going to change the world i'm glad it made a ton of money because i would like to see them do something more like that give tiffany haddish a little bit more of a vehicle yeah um but yeah it was fine it was fun like yeah it was a great each i'm glad i'm glad i didn't pay to see it in a theater it was great on hbo at home what about what about when they took the absinthe (laughs) oh god (laughs) and they were in the bar (laughs) oh my god i died (laughs) yeah yeah good times so, um, also, uh, I started watching the show Future Man on Hulu. Yeah. Uh. Your thoughts? It's pretty bad, I think. I don't, yeah, I didn't see it. Like, I It's pr- like an action film show? It's basically The Last Starfighter, but it's like a comedy. Okay. Where a, a man named Josh Futterman, uh, is the one person to beat this video game, and so people come from the future to have him help them gotcha and so like it's got a lot of time travel and it's in la which is fun josh hutcherson i think is adorable um and uh but like i don't know it's it's missing some it's missing a little something but like i've only watched three episodes so i've only watched 90 minutes of this thing i can give it a few more like it's got 13 episodes yeah um because i've heard good things about it overall and that's why i'm kind of like it's just not landing and i feel like normally stuff something that's produced or written or like that's involved with uh seth rogan just nails it for me oh seth rogan i think he's a producer i think or executive producer i don't find seth rogan that funny i do i love him i also find i also find his laugh to be very charming which i know most people that's like the first thing you say that you hate about him (laughs) (laughs) it's like yeah it's a a, yeah i can't even do it very well it's like a rough santa but yeah but he has like a (laughs) also he's like like a bricklayer in an 80s film (laughs) (laughs) i love him and then also lastly this is the thing i I just rediscovered my love for it today and it just made me think that uh if you guys aren't watching this you should be um wired magazine has a series of youtube videos of people um answering questions that uh are auto fill suggestions on google okay so let's say like if you were to start typing into google is Chris Evans, and they go bu- 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 and then it'll give you all like the options, seven options. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like, is he gay? Know, is, he is he gay? Tall? Is, is he is pregnant? He, is yeah, he, like, yeah. is he really dating so and so? Like, there's all those things. Yeah. You know, is he actually French? Like, what? You know, there's always like these weird 
things. Yeah. And so um, they do this thing where, like, whenever a movie's coming out, they'll have people from that movie uh, in there, and they'll have, like, a board with a bunch of auto things. I've and they, never heard they of They peel them off and answer those questions, and they're really funny. The first one I ever saw was Chris Pratt and uh, Jennifer Lawrence, and they are so funny together. And, like, some of the questions are, like, is Jennifer Lawrence, they peel off a lesbian, moving to Lincoln, Nebraska? And she just goes... Oh, oh God! I hope not. <laughs> like, like their responses are so good, and like there's, and one, I think one of them is, um, is Chris Pratt, peel off the paper, dead? Oh my God! <laughs> like so they do stuff like that, and so um, the one I watched today was so funny. It was for, uh promoting the um the spy who dumped me, and it was uh Mila Kunis and Justin Thoreau, and it was fantastic. Okay. And I made an animated gif of uh, a scene of Justin Thoreau in it because he is super adorable. Let's see it. What? It's pretty good, right? What? Yeah, it's him looking at the camera and smiling Uh in a mischievous manner. I don't know who he is. What? (laughs) That was the same what he's doing. He was the lead on The Leftovers. Didn't he, see it. He just broke up with Jennifer Aniston. Didn't see it. In real life, he broke up with Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> I didn't read it. <laughs> he was on all the magazine covers with her. Um, he was in like season four of Six Feet Under. Didn't he played see the French it. horn and lived next to Brenda. Didn't see it. He's the evil DJ in Zoolander, which he also wrote the screenplay of. Oh, with the dreadlocks. Yes. Oh, I know who he is. He's He, he looks is. just like that character now Mul- that I see him. He was in Mulholland Drive. How the fuck would I ever put that I don't know. That, That's together. a weird one. But like, he wrote Zoolander. He wrote Tropic Thunder. Oh, oh I love Tropic Thunder. And like he... um. Boom. You know, yeah. He's, <laughs> have you seen Mulholland Drive? Yeah, he's the director that's all in black that gets like kicked out of his house and kind of like his accounts get shut down. His name's Adam Kesher. His wife is the one that's fucking the pool man, played by Billy Ray Cyrus. All I remember about Mulholland Drive is some scary homeless person behind a dumpster. Okay, well he's not involved in any of that stuff. But anyway, uh, Adam or uh, Justin Thoreau is awesome. You should watch The Leftovers. It's one of my favorite shows. And he's the lead in there. And the first episode had an animated GIF of his junk in his sweatpants. Have you seen that, at least on the internet? No. Oh, Let me God. see it. Let me see his balls bounce. Like, the, a lo- like the big thing everyone was talking about uh, from The Leftovers season one was this jogging scene of of him. Oh, my. Oh, my God. How is yeah. this even legal? You should be watching The Leftovers. It's really good. And also. How come they didn't let him wear underwear? I'm. I. I, I that they were talk people were talking about the leftovers at least that was good publicity for that show for the first Holy episode fucking Christ. yeah and he has a full back tattoo like he's he's pretty hot now yeah, he's pretty he hot. wasn't before oh. but he is now oh he uh he- charlie's angels full throttle oh he's the asshole he's the he's ex. the irish yeah guy. he's the irish ex oh yeah he's hot yeah yeah He's kind of cuckoo in that, though. But yeah, but he's not he, as cuckoo as cuckoo as the thin man. He looks like he's like a meth head and like on all sorts of things. Be nice to him. He just got out of jail. Um, That's true. Anyway, so uh, the Wired series where they do the Google auto autofill suggestions is great. All right. And there's a lot of different ones. So find a movie that you cared about with people that you like watching. Well, you know, if you posted it to the Twitter, we would know what to watch. Fine. So don't you blame us for not seeing what you want us to see if you can't even provide it for us. Fine. Thank you, Rob. Um, what are you playing? 
Well, I continue to play Octopath Traveler, and it continues to be awesome. I feel like we need a song for the what are you playing part. Well, I'll leave that to you. As sung by Stitch. Ohana means. So, um, I continue to play Octopath Traveler. It's still great. Uh, thirty hours in, approximately. I think I'm about halfway through. Uh, when it comes to the story stuff, um, I think it's gonna get faster from here because my characters are all. I'm trying to get them all leveled back up the way they need to be. Okay. Um. But yeah, it's so good. And also on a, a related thing, it has also crossed a million sales already. Wow. Which is great since it's like only on the Switch. And it's like a traditional JRPG, already a million units. It's been out for like three weeks. Yeah, I guess we haven't seen one of those in a while. Seen what? Oh, traditional JRPG. JRPG. Yeah, I was trying to think. The last like turn-based traditional JRPG I played was... Uh, child of light and that wasn't even japanese that was from ubisoft although i guess i did play the first probably six hours of persona 5 and i really want to get back into it oh yeah persona 5 it's quite kind of different though but... it is but it's still turn-based jrpg but super stylish yeah but i'm thinking like the 16-bit looking situation mm. Mm. yeah i haven't played like a pixel style yeah. turn-based uh RPG not, in a long time not for days yeah. yeah so anyway did that um i started kind of messing around in warframe because i'd heard some things Interesting. uh it's a cool free-to-play destiny ish i have tried it thing. i yeah. didn't really care for it it's i was surprised that it was so melee focused um although like once i got my gun i started playing it more like a gears kind of game yeah um it was fine it's it's <laughs> interesting i i don't i kind of like the world actually i, I want to know more about it um, I had a hard time figuring out its mod situation when it wanted me to put, like, mods on my character. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, maybe I'll figure that out. But I was, like, over the weekend, I decided to sort of explore a bit. Okay. So, I did that. Uh, I actually went and played a little bit more Destiny 2. I'm kind of getting ready for the, um, because there's an event right now, like, where it's, you earn, like, medals or some shit for, like, things that you've done before they go into year two. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'm kind of winding up for year two, so I'm playing a little bit more Destiny 2. Okay. Because I'm clearly like a weird hostage to that game, and I'm not going to stop. Yeah, it's weird. Um, I do enjoy it while I play it, though. It's weird. It's just not something I look back super fondly mm-hmm. on, but like when I play it, I'm like, this is fun. Well, I mean, I've told you my problems with it. I haven't played the DLCs. I hear nothing gets much better in the, them. The new one, the DLCs, were underwhelming. Underwhelming. Yeah. That's, like, yes. You played the first one at the right time because you played a better version of the game because <clears throat> of the, the DLC had helped it. Yes. Um. Well, okay. And on the same token, I'm also kind of dabbling a little bit in the division again. Oh, um, you're kind of all over the map, Rob. I am. Well, it's, it was like what I've lost stuff installed on my hard drive, and I still want to get off the couch. And I was like, let me just play on like whatever's on the, the system. I'll just kind of fuck around and play some stuff. And um, the division, uh, like I'd read an article actually about how the division was kind of doing its end of the first game content right because apparently it's giving you a lot of motivation to get back in earn some stuff because a lot of stuff will carry over to the division two and so they're trying to like create this um this sort of spirit of like you want to continue your game and you want to get back in and so i hear that they were doing it really well so i fired up the division so i could take a look and kind of get back in there so yes um so that was the thing and then um uh, lastly, uh, no, I'm not playing it yet. I downloaded it yesterday, though, so soon I will be playing it. Overcooked. I knew you were gonna say that. I just knew I was gonna almost guess it. Oh my god! I think I'm clairvoyant. Well, also I'm fairly predictable because I love Overcooked. 
Yeah. So can um, I play it with you? You never let me play games anymore. No. Yeah, you can. That's so rude. What? So I'm just messing with you. God, Rob, I have a broken hand. I'm emotional. Then you're going to be really terrible. I'm emotional. Because you won't be able to use the <laughs> controller because your hands are going to hurt. No, because I was playing um, Overwatch today. I was fine. Oh, okay. Thank you. Fine. Yeah. That's what all I've been playing because half the time my hand was broken and I finally started playing again today. And yeah, I'm not a bad player. I'm just not doing well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I am looking forward to tomorrow when the summer um, skins start popping up. Oh, yeah. We got to talk about that in news. Yeah. But we'll talk about the news. But also tomorrow I am meeting a friend, the one who beat my ass in chess. Oh. Um, for lunch tomorrow, or brunch, I should say. And we are going to go over my character creation for my D&D player. What? Yeah, I've never played D&D. I haven't either, and he wants to teach me. So I said, okay, Steven loves D&D. His mouth is dropped right open right now. <laughs> he even bought the guide. <laughs> he has... The guide as he stands up and flexes. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. Well, what are you playing right now? Aside from Overwatch with your busted ass hand. That's it. I mean, I work and yeah. Not, I don't think I've played anything else. I've been really losing very badly at Overwatch. Yeah. Well, that's bad. But I don't think I'm a bad player. But I could be wrong. I don't know. My healing is usually, I don't know if you know Mercy very well, but. Me? Yeah. Yeah, I know Mercy. Okay, so my healing ranges each game I play, competitive match, between 13,000 and 17,000. Jesus. I'm surprised it's that high given how much you have that pistol out. Which means these motherfuckers are not keeping themselves alive because I am doing all the shit for them, which means they suck and I don't. <laughs> oh, and at least 10 kills per match. So I, I'm I'm trying to do all that shit, keeping us alive, and it's just not working very well. But she's trying, you know, she's doing her best, she's doing her thing. Maybe when she gets a new bathing suit or tennis suit or whatever they're going to put her in tomorrow, she'll feel better, <laughs> renewed, life is good, we're going to win some matches. Good. For the, what is it, summer games? For the summer games. For the summer. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it? That's all you've been playing? Uh, yeah. All right, well, I got some stuff to tack on to the What You Playing section, because we got stuff to talk about. Yes, baby, go. Just like we predicted last week, uh, the day the episode came out, they announced the PlayStation Plus titles for August. Bom, bom, bom. Um, and I think only two of these are, or there's, yeah, or the, like, there was some bonus ones when I signed on today to, Check like, to activate some stuff. So I was like, what? So anyway, um, only PlayStation 4, because I don't really talk about PS3 or the Vita anymore. Um, Mafia 3. Free for the month with PlayStation Plus. Uh, Dead by Daylight. The, Ooh. Yeah, the, like the four-on-one. The zombie. Um, asymmetric uh, slasher multiplayer game. Yeah, I actually watched somebody play through that game back when it was new. It was cool. I remember, I remember watching videos of it back when it was in early access, and it was pretty neat. Um, yeah. And then um, the game Here They Lie, which uh, is a horror first-person thing that also uh, was originally launched on PSVR. They're trying to give us a summer scream, huh? I'll take it. 
seriously, yeah, two of those three are pretty pretty spoopy. Yeah. Um, and then also uh, backward compatible on Xbox One. Just announced Earth Defense Force 2025. Uh, I know one person, Alfredo, who would be very excited about that if he had an Xbox One, but he doesn't. So sorry, he, Alfredo. He'll keep playing the 360 version. He loves those games. Um, and uh, the Prince of Persia. I love game. The original is no, my favorite. No, the one that just was called Prince of Persia that came after the Sands of Time trilogy. The one that looked very watercolory. Yeah. And people got mad at it because you couldn't die. And that was stupid. But the game was fun. I didn't play it. Oh, it's so good. It's I only beautiful. played like a few hours of Sands of Time also, which was like one of the best games ever, apparently. Sands of Time was a game I used to play every couple of years. Like I'd find a system and play through the entire game. I mean, they even made it's, a movie off of it. Yeah, it's amazing. It's so good. And, um, yeah, uh, the new, like, this, the one, like, Prince of Persia, the 360 PS3 era one, it's fine. It's gorgeous. Um, it does do, a, it has good writing. If anything, the biggest problem was they cast Nolan North as the prince, so it just, it was poor voice casting, but I thought it was a great game. So, uh, anyway, backward compatible. If you haven't played it, you should. Okay. So, uh, that is the, the what you play in situation. Nice. Is it time for us to learn? Oh, yeah. Let's learn something because it's time for the word of the week. Ooh. <laughs> Teach me. Okay. So, the word of the week is normcore. Normcore. Um, well, I imagine it's like normal, but like hardcore. I mean, or it's a type of music or something. Because like a core is usually something you hear at the end of it. What is normcore? Like what's the, <laughs> what is a, what is a eloquent definition of normcore? Well, I when I was looking up this word, I told you it could be an urban dictionary term. Still, you would think, yeah. But it is in dictionary.com, so it is an actual word. Well, now legit, it is. it's legit. Um, normcore is a fashion style or way of dressing characterized by ordinary plain clothing. With no designer names, often a reaction against trendy fashion. Ah. Normcore. You are not in Normcore. No. American Apparel is Normcore, though. Yeah. Because they don't put their name on anything. I like, think I created read. Normcore. Well, I love generic clothes. Like, well, typically, it's funny. Any other day, like right now I'm wearing a branded shirt, uh, but like normally I... Have Lucio on it. <laughs> no, no. Or a, I do or a chain chomper. I do a lot or... of plain <laughs> baseball tees, though. Yes, your raglan tees. Yeah, like I that is my standard uniform because I have American Apparel raglans in like that's your symptom. Your sim. If you were a Simpson character, that would be your yeah yeah and your like, uniform. I have like thirteen different raglans. I think from American Apparel, huh. like that many different colors, and I think a couple of my two in each color because I love them. And anyway, yeah, that's like my that's my lane there. I, love I like it. it. So nice. Well, I learned something today. Yeah, Normcore. It's yeah. It's not Stussy. It is not. No. Um, and, uh, all right, well, I guess it's time for the Vinyl Frontier. It's time for the Vinyl Frontier. Um, all right, well, I was at Amoeba, and I saw the soundtrack to Celeste from the oh yeah the company uh, Ship to Shore, so I grabbed that because yeah. that was exciting to see out in the wild. Uh, then I woke up a couple days ago to an email from Data Discs. They are a company that did nothing but... Sega. Trouble. Oh. Sega uh, soundtracks. They did like, you know, Altered Beast, Afterburner, Outrun, Sonic Mania, and others. But like they were only doing uh, Sega stuff. They just announced their first Capcom collaboration. They're doing a, like a four disc set of Okami. 
So that's exciting. Mm. So I don't know, Kami. It was PS2 only. Then it came out on the Wii. And then it came out for PS3. And I think now it's on PS4. It's a watercolor Japanese style kind of game. It's basically like a Legend of Zelda structure. But you play the entire game as a uh, mythological dog named like Amaterasu, I think. Uh, and then um, and you have like a shield on your back. It's really cool. And then and you're a dog. Yeah, but you stand on two legs. No, you're on all four. And then, huh. um, and when you, uh, when you fight, so because the whole thing is a very Japanese calligraphy style. So yeah. like, oh, if you need uh, the sun to come out, you literally like looking at uh, the screen, as long as you can see the sky or whatever, you hit L1 and the whole screen tilts and suddenly looks like it is a piece of paper on a desk. And then a brush comes out, the celestial brush, and you can draw a circle in the su- in the sky and that'll bring the sun out, which will then like change the level and stuff or you can or if you do the same thing where like you look at the screen drag your your brush across like a tree it'll cut it or it'll hurt an enemy that if you cross an enemy with I've it. never heard of this it's game. really cool and like well also the fun thing is the dog um the tail is like a white tail with a little black thing at the end like the brush is like the dog's tail mm-hmm. it's very very cool um Cute. i'm sure you've seen artwork maybe of it um because it's really it's uh it's it's lovely um but yeah so that soundtrack was just announced by data discs which is exciting okay um and then uh i am 8-bit just announced they're doing a two disc set of the soundtrack to the game old man's journey which uh is an ios or at least i bought it on ios um so um yeah i was excited to see that they're only doing a thousand units of it it's like a linen box or something it'll be very cool oh fuck and i totally forgot to say releases in the whatcha playing section real fast go this week on friday we happy few is finally coming out which i'm really excited about that one oh yeah yeah yeah, Uh the the dystopian 1960s kind of london thing yeah and then uh overcooked too which i already mentioned yeah but that came out already it came out on tuesday Anyway, all right, so that's that's it for the Vinyl Frontier. Um, and here awesome. is, uh, that's the artwork for Okami right there. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, does, it is very familiar. And you play as that puppy. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it's very, very cool. Um, anyway, so. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, actually, and this is actually, like, a shot of how the game looks, like, in-game. Okay, see, that does not look familiar at all but the dog looks familiar is it like some is it like a standard dog you see in a lot of japanese art i don't know but i mean i think that dog's made its way into a lot of clothing and toys and then yeah he's very familiar he's super she, cute she oh she's super cute well and then they also made um a an okami it's called uh okami den i think and it's um a handheld sequel to it for the 3ds and that one stars the little puppy version of the dog which That's is super adorable. Yeah, it's like the chibi equivalent of the dog. Aw, cute. Anyway, so, yeah. So that's it for Vinyl Frontier and a little quick tra- trip back into new releases. So, well, how's about you? Anything? Well, that Vinyl Frontier could have gone on forever, Rob, because we do not have a graphic jam this week. Because what I ordered was supposed to come in the mail today, and it didn't. Fucking bullshit. So, next week, I will have a review for Monstrous um, by Which... Marjorie Liu. 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 No. <laughs> um, well, it's like also I, I'm just I have to say I'm amazed. Um, when I walked in, there's an Amazon package with your name on it uh-huh. that is not opened. Yeah, it's been there all day. 
Like, that's such weird restraint. I don't know what to do with, like, I will, <laughs> I will open other people's packages. Like, I see a package, I'm like, it must be opened. I'm amazed I don't open things in stores. Like, I, I love opening stuff. You can ask Todd. He says, I think it's just my biotin from my hair and skin oh. and nails. Still, even if there was it's like, nothing exciting. if there's like socks or like deodorant in there, I'm like, let me open the box. <laughs> like, I love opening things. It's Christmas every day. Right? No, oh my God. Like, that's why I order like essentials through Amazon. So I have a box to open. Uh, yeah. So I'm sorry, but I, I don't have, I don't have anything to um, review, but I also purchased at the same time, um, Buckland's Complete Book of Witchcraft. Oh. So it's basically like the Practical Magic Handbook. And there's, like, quizzes at the end to make sure you know what you learned. It's basically like a textbook for witches. So you're going to turn me into a newt is what I'm hearing here. I'm going to turn you into a newt. What if I don't get better? I hope you don't. Wow. (laughs) Just kidding. We're going to have to see if you float later. You're going to be a fig newton. (laughs) I'm going to eat you. (laughs) Very confused. (laughs) um so yeah um but because i could fill up some time i could bring this in out of my news into your final frontier yes and dun 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 let me pull it up nope that's not it okay we'll play this game together the 15 best video game soundtracks oh we're talking just quality of music here quality of music Mega Man Two. Well, I don't know. I haven't gone through them yet. Oh. So let's let's just do it this way. This way it'll be the easiest. Just agree or no? Well, we'll do that as we go. But name your top three that you can pick off the top of your head that are your favorites. Mega Man 2. Okay. <laughs> uh, shit. Okay, one of mine is Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Okay. Um... Trying to think, like, what are like just the ones where it's like, oh my god, uh, Legend of Zelda is pretty fabulous for the um, what's the, like Link the to the Past? Oh, oh, okay, Link to the Past, yeah. Um, actually, honestly, Super Mario Galaxy has an amazing soundtrack. Okay. I didn't love the game, but that soundtrack's real good. Um, I'm trying to think of one that I just. I love. We will. I love the Overwatch. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was about to say Overwatch because you can hear that thing a thousand times and it's still good. Like the play of the game music. Yeah. How many times have you heard that? Yeah. And it's still great. But there are other ones that I live for, like um, The Witcher. Oh yeah. And I mean, there's so many. And Skyrim. I love the the Deus Ex, Mankind Divided, and Human Revolution soundtracks. Like yeah. I listen to those. I, Watch Dogs Two, honestly, is a soundtrack I just play on Spotify in the background, like. While I do other things. Like, those are yeah. so good. Um, yeah. I mean, there's a billion. Yeah. So let's see if we agree with what they think are the yeah. best. But I feel like so many, like, uh, you know, what people are just like, oh, great soundtrack. So many of them are going to be very 8-bit heavy. I would think, like, Contra, Mega Man, Mario Brothers. Help, Dr. Mario is Oh, Dr. Mario is classic. Um, Tetris. Tetris. Like, all the Tetris, those are just traditional folk tunes. <laughs> you know? Or uh, Tchaikovsky. In, in one case. Oh. Because uh, yeah, they do Dance with the Sugar Plum Fairy is one of theirs and the NES version. Oh, I love the Dance with the Sugar Plum Fairies. Um, I can't yeah, even so say it. I me. love it so much I can't even say it. <laughs> Y'all okay. just worked up and woo. Oh, <laughs> hello. And there's going to be Final Fantasy games in there. There has to be. Those soundtracks are always good. Seven is Seven. Great. Yeah. One Winged Angel is one of the most famous Final Fantasy tracks ever made. The Sephiroth fight. 
Oh God, it's right. Yeah, it's so good. Classic. Yeah. So, all right, let's hear these. All right, Assassin's Creed Revelations. Oh, that was a good soundtrack. I I like the Assassin's Creed music. Um, the next one is Far Cry Three. Yes, approved. Okay. So far, two Ubisoft games. Well, Ooh. good on them. The French know what they're doing with music. Mm-hmm. They're easy on the ears. It's like the music is French kissing your ears. Oh, God, just stick your tongue in. <laughs> All right, so keep going. Uh, Sonic Unleashed. Okay. I don't know that one. I, did, I couldn't have told you the soundtrack to that one. I think that's, I think that's all where he turns into a werehog. Um, What's I'm next? I'm trying to see what it says, if there's anything. Yeah, it doesn't say anything about a werehog. But... I'll say the, and say the Souls games have good music, too, but I don't know if people like that music. It's very stressful. Remember me. Oh my god! Like that game, I haven't heard the soundtrack, but like the looping menu music on the crossbar on PS3 was absolutely striking. It was very different, and I think it might have a lot of digital effects. Yeah, yeah, and skipping electronic music. Yeah, because it's it sounds very um, it has like a lot of digital artifacts and skipping. At least the thing I heard. Well, these are all really good to look up on Spotify. Totally, just like to add to your playlist. Yep. Um, Bayonetta. Yes. Yeah. True. Hashtag truth. Oh, yeah, the, the Moon J- River the, climax mix. Oh, and the J-pop version of Fly, Fly Me, Me to, to the, the moon. moon. Like J-pop meets Sinatra. Okay. Yeah, that's so true. Um, Schoolgirls. I'm the not fighting fight. game. Yeah, well, it's like a friend of mine is. He owns the company that uh, I think um, optimized it for mobile. Okay. Um, and like, yeah, I uh, I don't think I've ever actually played it or listened to the music. It's a game I've always been tempted to buy. But I'm like, it kind of looks cheap, oh, I but love in the, animation. the best way possible. I, I love the animation style. It's anime looking. It's, yeah, the girls are all super cute and funky. Yeah. So, I mean, I've always been into it, but I'm, I don't want to be, I don't want it to be disappointing. So I never actually bought it, mm-hmm. which is, I guess, more disappointing because yeah. apparently it's good. Um, Anarchy Reigns. I bought that and I've never played it. It's from Platinum Games, makers of Bayonetta. Um, it was kind of a spiritual yeah, sequel Sega. to Mad World. Huh. Yeah. I guess they figured out a way to mix rap with orchestra. That sounds cool. Yeah. I'll have to play that. All right. I need, I need to plug in my PS3 because there's a lot of stuff in there I need to play. Civilization Five. Hmm. Haven't played that. But I couldn't. I, yeah, I had no idea what the music in those games was like. Yeah, I don't know either. It better be good. I'm the, sure it's good. With the commitment, harmonious. People, with the commitment people put into those games, it better be good because you're gonna hear a lot of it. Yeah. Darksiders two. Hmm. Haven't played that. Yeah, these. This is a, this list is surprising me. I figured they go a lot Jesper more low hanging fruit. Did the score? Who also did the score to the first, the Assassin's Creed? Yup. The first one we I mentioned. Oh, and the Legend of Zelda musical themes. Huh, interesting. Um, Syndicate. Oh, the new one? 2012 Cyberpunk yes. soundtrack. It's like this, the, whoever wrote this list has a type. Um, but yeah, I, I, like, I remember actually really loving all the audio design in Syndicate. It was actually nominated for, I think, a sound design award at uh, the Dice Awards. Didn't win, but it, was, it sounded great. Hmm. And its soundtrack was good, too. Mega Man Two. That's the one. Mega Rub! Man. Like Mega Man. <laughs> Mega Man Three is amazing, but like Mega Man Two soundtrack is just 
perfect. It says Mega Man 2 is the definition of old school cool, rocking the 8-bit genre better than most of his peers. Mega Man saw his musical heyday in Mega Man 2, otherwise known as the game that provided us with killer tracks like the epic menu theme and Wily's Castle. Crash Man's theme and, of course, Dr. Wily's Castle. Yep. Dr. Wily's Castle 1-1 or or like stage 1 is just one of the most famous video game songs ever. Like every band that does game music has done a cover of that. Very cool. It's so good. Was that number one on the list, or is there uh, more? No, there's a couple more. Jet Set Radio. Oh my god! It's funny. I was about oh to say god. I love the music in Jet Grind and Jet Set Radio, or I guess no, it's Jet Set Radio and Jet Set Radio Future. Those two. Those huh. are both so good because yeah, it's like super like Japanese, but also hip hop, and it's very worldly. Actually, it's, it's apparently awesome. he did the creative direction for um, uh, Sonic Rush's score. Hmm. So uh, I'm sure that's good too. Then. Um, well, it's, and Jet Set Radio had to have a good soundtrack because that whole thing is about a pirate radio station, you know, broadcasting music and and kind of encouraging uh, rebellion. And oh. so, like, Jet Set Radio's got to be. I feel like we just talked about tunes. this not well, too long ago. I wanted to go backward compatible real badly. Ah, because uh-huh. um, I'm a huge fan. Like, I bought Jet Set Radio Future before I had an Xbox because I was like, well, someday I'm gonna have an Xbox. Yeah, Uncharted Three. Okay. Very nice. And Doom. Yeah. The new one, the right? The new one. Because new- that soundtrack's so good. Mass Effect 3 was so good. The I remember- menu the menu alone was beautiful. I remember liking the music to all three. Yeah. Of the- they're, they're, yeah. Even the music, even the symphonic. Music in, the music in Andromeda is good, is too. Word? Like, even symphonic. like, I'll say the, I'll, I will say the music in all four Mass Effects is worthwhile. It says pieces like the vastness of space and leaving Earth set the tone for a game all about interstellar exploration and ultimately noble failure. Hmm. Oh, Hotline Miami is another really good soundtrack. I think that's the last one. Yep, that's it. I was surprised based on like them saying like you know Syndicate and all that sort of stuff. I'm surprised they didn't do a Deus Ex in there. Yeah, I'm sorry, Boo Boo. That's fine. No, but like I know they're good. But yeah, the Deus Ex soundtracks are amazing. As is Hotline Miami. Oh, Oxen Free. Ooh, yeah. I mean, there's a billion. Yeah. Let's get real. Oh, and one reason why I was so excited about uh, Old Man's Journey soundtrack being released by I Am 8-Bit, the music is by Scientific, the same composer that did Oxenfree. Oh, sweet. So, that's Oh, yeah, nice. That's, that's the good stuff. I'm going to add this list um, to our uh, Twitter right now. So, if you ever want to, if you feel like listening to any of these soundtracks... Be our guest and, and tell us what you like. Yeah, t- and tell us or tell us what they missed or what right. we missed. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, I mean, hell, we should do a poll. We, yeah, because like we're rattling shit off here, but uh, it's funny. And just because I was put on the spot, I probably missed like all of my favorite ones. Like I love the Metroid game, you know, soundtracks. Um, yeah, there's so many out there. Ah, that's a fun list. Yeah, it was cute. Because like, even if they're completely wrong, it's like, well. Music is super subjective. It's, it's one person's list. Yeah, but yeah. And so it's not bad. Even if, like even if I don't agree with them, I'm like, well, you know, I get it. Yeah, they didn't have any of my games. My favorite U2 album this is fucking turd. You know, it's like my favorite U2 album is the one that everybody unanimously considers to be their worst ever. I'm sorry, I don't even really like U2. Nor do I actually. It's weird. That, <laughs> it's weird that I have a favorite. Yeah, about that. Yeah, I. <laughs> I need to pick better hobbies than having favorite albums from bands I don't like. Yeah. So that's a weird thing. All right. So on to some newsy (laughs) stuff. Sounds good.
Let's talk news. All right. So you want to start? Yeah. I have a, this is actually a really fun one. Um, I've lovingly written it down in my little book here as <laughs> Lover's Revenge. Earthbound in space. Uh, so the what? <laughs> the Super Nintendo game Earthbound, which I love. Fun fact. Uh, somebody made it so it's actually no longer Earthbound. It's Marsbound. Um, when Ronnie Doyle turned 14 recently, uh, this is an article I saw on Kotaku, but I'm going to read parts of it. When Ronnie Doyle turned 14 recently, his grandfather bought him an unorthodox birthday gift. By making a donation to a crowdfunded science group called Earth to Sky Calculus, he gave his grandson the opportunity to shoot a small object into a realm often called the Edge of Space. The whole thing's documented on video. Uh, apparently, uh, Ronnie was able to pick anything smaller than a lunchbox, so he decided on one of his prized possessions, his copy of the 1995 Nintendo Super Nintendo RPG, Earthbound. Ah. And so, um, he's like, the process of sending it was super frightening. The cartridge was drilled into both sides to ensure that it had a safe flight, and a helium balloon took it uh, to an altitude of 100,000 feet, where, according to the group... Uh, the noontime sky fades to black, stars pop out, and meteors can be seen in broad daylight. It's since come back to Earth. The cartridge still works. Oh, that's so dope. And here is a photo. I don't think I don't know if this is a real photo or not. I think that probably is, though. Oh, my God. That's so crazy. Isn't that fun? It's just such a fun story. Yeah, cute. So that's my first story. I have a good story, too. Tell Even me. though it's based off something tragic, as <laughs> always. Your news is always a bummer. <laughs> I want to bring the, I, you know, I want, need, we need balance. Okay, Rob, we need balance. I'm usually doom and gloom. So a missing... roles are confusing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. A missing boy lured by a video game chat resurfaces in Illinois. Where was he starting? He's starting in Olive Branch, Missouri. How far away is Missouri from Oh, wait, Illinois? what's MISS? Mississippi? Mississippi. I think that's further. Do, Olive do we know Branch, how, Mississippi? Do we know how far apart Mississippi and Illinois are? Quite far. Okay, because I feel like, yeah, I feel like a dope. I'm sorry. It's like three states separate yeah, yeah, them. I'm sorry, everyone who has a better grasp of the United States than I do. I feel bad whenever I say shit like that. I'm I mean, like, there's I like Tennessee between them. There's Georgia. So, so they don't border each other. No. At all. No. Okay. That's enough, really. Yeah, That's he weird. went a few states over. All right, so this kid went missing playing a game? Yeah. Was he looking so, for Pokemon? Was well, he playing Pokemon Go? God, that would be great, though. He's one of the longest No, walk. he was lured. Oh, Jesus. So, um, Olive Branch police say that 14-year-old John Aubrey Pearl III, nice name, turned himself into a fire station in Illinois on Sunday. Pearl had been missing since Wednesday. His parents told local news... Outlets that Pearl left after he made plans to meet someone in person whom he contacted using the application Discord. That's a communication program for people playing video games. Um, and then he turned himself in. It doesn't really go into, like, what happened, like, who took him. It, I don't think they know yet. But the main news is that he reappeared and he's safe and he's not pregnant. So well, that's good. Yeah. That's so weird. So weird. I kind of need to look at a fucking map of the U.S. now. <laughs> map oh. of the United States. <laughs> Let's see how many. Okay. So, 
that's oh yeah okay so mississippi so tennessee kentucky illinois or he could have gone arkansas missouri illinois so either way he went through two states yeah that's crazy nutty um all right well um next thing here is um i don't know if you had this in your news to talk about um i can just show you the headline here did you want to talk about this no go for it all right so uh ruby rose uh whom i knew from john wick chapter two and uh season three of orange is the new black three Uh um she has been cast as Batwoman in CW's Arrowverse crossover event. Oh. Um, she will play an openly gay Batwoman, Kate Kane. Yeah. So I don't know much about that character, but I thought that was kind yeah, of noteworthy that we're getting like a, you know, a gay Batwoman. You know, awesome. I have Batwoman the first. Um, I don't know where it's at. That's one I should review also. It's so good. And Ruby Rose is just stunning. So that'll be fun to watch. I'm surprised it's missing from my collection. Okay. So Yeah, Ruby Rose is so fucking hot. Uh, I would marry her in a heartbeat. She's gorgeous. Yeah. So anyway, that, I thought that was some exciting uh, news. Nice. Well, did you know that there's a new video game that lets you experience life as a bee called Bee Simulator? I did not know that. Well, there is. It's not out yet, though. But in Bee, Sim- bee Simulator from... Farsoft Game Studio. Okay. Um, which blah, 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 I can't even think of where I am. Basically, you play a bee. You're in a hive. It's about family. It's about friendship. Um, you also have to fight off killer wasps, humans who pose a threat to the hive, and um, different. There are different types of plane modes. There's solo co-op and split screen, and you basically are a part of a hive and you experience what a bee fucking experiences i don't know i don't fucking know i haven't played a rob sounds... shut up don't look at me with those eyes that sounds so weird <laughs> but it looks pretty cool yeah, i'm going to post this so people can watch the video because the video is pretty dope all right yeah so uh what i just i have two bits of overwatch news to uh talk about um i don't know if you want to we just have like a overwatch section right now Yep. All right. So um, earlier today, Seagull, the pro player for the uh, Dallas oh, Fuel. Fuel, I was like, not Mayhem, that's Florida. I follow him on um, the Twitch. Well, he, it's A underscore Seagull. He just announced that he is retiring from professional Overwatch oh, playing, shit. and he's going back full time to streaming. streaming. Oh, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah, and it's just it's kind of a surprising uh He's surprising really good. And so like and also it's a, it's a bummer, like and it's funny, even the article I read, uh, I was thinking this by the time I got to this part of the article, it said that like, you know, Dallas was a team that was sort of, you know, riddled with controversy with two of its players with hate speech and just generally being kind of garbage humans. And they're like, with Seagull gone, the team has lost like the last of its charisma, like uniqueness, nerve and talent. Yeah. So but they, yeah, they're in the top three or top two. So, so yeah, so now, uh, but they lost a really great player. So that was just a, a surprise to, to hear. Like it just was. I wonder what the final straw was for him. I don't know. I'm going to ask him on Twitch. You should. And I'm going to invite him onto our podcast and he's going to tell us all in person. Okay. Um, yeah. 
hurry up and ask him because he's uh, leaving LA soon to go move back up to the Pacific Northwest. Oregon? I did, I'll see him there. It did not specify. Could be Seattle. Oregon? I'll see him there. Okay, then. Well, did you know right now that Jake is on a four-day hiatus here in L.A.? I did know that. And, I follow his Instagram. And so I, te- I texted him on Twitch. I mean, on um, the thing. I was like, hey, got any plans for the next four days? Because I'm thinking, I'm going to invite you on the damn podcast. Oh, my God. <laughs> that'd be so cool. I would die. <laughs> I would die. Especially because I, like, wander in here looking like hot garbage. I would, I would have. Can died. you imagine if you want, wandered in here and then Jake was sitting right here? I, I would, I, I don't like that. Well, I behave because I'm a gentleman and not weird about would it. Would you get those hot sweats and I have to lie on the floor like I did? Maybe. <laughs> He's the equivalent of me jamming a knife an inch into my hand. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh my. Yeah, I don't know what to Only do. Only an that. inch. Yeah, just, just, the, just the tip. Only the tip. Um. So, uh, also in the Overwatch thing, um. They've announced that they're going to start selling Overwatch Nerf underwear. Guns. Oh, Nerf I guns. want underwear. They have um, they released some designs so far. One being based on Reaper's shotgun, and the other off of Diva's pistol, which gives new meaning to Nerf this. Nerf this. So that's kind of fun. So yeah, they're making some. Uh... I I did see those prototypes. Right. Not in person, but I saw the pictures in the past. So they're they're both coming back, uh, or they're both going to be out next year sometime. There's no more specifics on that. Very cool. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was kind of um, neat. Well, my last bit of news is has to do with um, Overwatch Summer Games. Should we go through it? Talk about it. All right. So Summer Games launches the day this comes out. So today. And um, there are some new skins they've already announced. There's and they're all based on looks like summer sports, like everything from like lacrosse to like water water sports, water polo, <laughs> golden showers. God, I Trump wish is a big. Fan. Oh my god! If there was a water polo soldier seventy six, I'd about like splash all over this place. Jesus. Okay, so there's right there. Wave Racer Diva. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. People are, cute. like, the internet's all uh, chatting about the, the Diva skin. It's super cute. It looks like she has short hair in the picture, but I've seen drawings of her with longer hair, so I don't know what the deal is with that. Um, Grid Ironheart. He's oh. in a football outfit. He looks kind of fucking stupid. Actually, I don't hate it. I mean, let's say it doesn't look like him anymore. Oh, 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 no. oh, no, Reinhardt. Yeah, that's a bummer. I, I was hoping they would cover up Roadhog. Well, they did. Do they? Because we have. Well, not next. Oh, there's Catcher Winston, oh, which is super cute, but I wish, catchers get up. I wish they would have chosen different colors because he looks so close to the Reinhardt that it almost yeah. like you see the same person. Yeah. Still, he's cute, though. He should be in blue. Yeah. Or green or something. Yeah. So, whatever. Cabana Anna. That's <laughs> Although it looks like she's just wearing a hat and sunglasses and everything else is the same. Don't you think it should have been Cab hyphen Anna? Nah, Cabana. I'm okay with Cabana Anna. Okay, fine. I can't win. I just can't win in I Overwatch. I said I'm okay with it. I can't win. <sighs> yeah, she looks weird. Uh, Lacrosse Roadhog. Does he cover, do they cover up his weird herniated uh, belly button? I Can you play? doubt... I don't think it's going to play. Well, only some of his outfits yeah, come no. out lame. This is on All Safari. Right. Safari That's fine. sucks. It's okay. Keep going. And 
Mexico Sombra, which is basically just a regular outfit in the colors of Mexico. Alright. Um, but where's fucking Mercy? Rob, don't yawn. I said it. Where's Mercy? There'll be a Mercy thing soon. Do, do you sure. really think so, though? Because it's been two years and I haven't seen shit. Uh, she got the pink one that raised a bunch of money for yeah. breast cancer research. Yeah, but I couldn't get that one for free. There was also a, a Mercy for Uprising. Listen, where's my summer Baywatch Mercy? Yeah, and like, didn't they do like a Mercy? Where's my summer Baywatch for, Mercy? Uh, no. Junkenstein's Revenge. The Witch. Yeah. The Sorceress. The Witch. But they called her the, what did they call her? Not the witch. She's the witch. Yeah, but they had a special name for her. No. Yes. They had a special name for Symmetra. She was the summoner. The summoner. No, that's Symmetra. No, I know. Did they call her the witch? Yeah, she's just the witch. It's well, like that, Witch Mercy. That's just stupid. Okay. I think and... that's what she is. I, I thought that's what she was called. I think that's it. So... Yeah, well, and then there are two new legendary skins coming out for All-Star Weekend for the Overwatch League, which are kind of stupid. There's um, Genji and a tracer who looks like a star child from She-Ra. Oh, no, she she looks like uh, Jeff Goldblum's character from the third Thor movie. <laughs> Ragnarok. <laughs> that's pretty hilarious. So, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, but... um. Ed, somebody I play Overwatch with, he was like, you know what? They might not do the Baywatch one, because which we've all been hoping for, because it seems like the theme this year is all sports, so like summer sports. Mm. Oh, yeah. Because so, last year was... Even though there's the Cabana summer... Anna, though. Uh, yeah. Last year was like the true like summery summer one, right? Yeah. Because like two years ago was... I don't know. The Olympics. It was the Summer Olympics. Right. So, so they got the that's colors. why they did the summer games. So we're thinking that there might be a tennis mercy because she has a tennis um, spray of her playing tennis. That makes no sense because we've never seen her actually in a tennis outfit. So maybe we'll get tennis mercy. It'll be called Timersonitis. <laughs> you are losing it, Rob. I can tell. Sorry. We got we to gotta end this podcast ASAP. No, there's so much more news to cover. Okay, go. Because um, right. I'm done. Really? I'm just going to sit back and relax. Oh, God. Here we go. Well, this is real quick. Uh, the World Ends With You final remix for the Switch just got a release date of October 12th, which I'm very excited about because um, I wanted to play that on the 3DS, but like it just didn't really gel for, or on the DS. It just didn't gel for me because it was a handheld game, and I don't play handheld games that much anymore. So I'm excited about the Switch, so I can play it on TV. Okay. Um, Next. <laughs> Negan from Walking Dead is coming to Tekken 7 as part of their Season 2 DLC pass. Who's Negan? Uh, he's played by uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan on the show. He's a... Uh, like season, The asshole? Season 7. From the first one? No, Season 7, like, sadistic motherfucker. Oh, the one with the bat. Yes, with Lucille. Gotcha. The Yeah, the bat with the barbed wire. I haven't gotten that far. Yeah, he's... Uh, he was actually one of the reasons Todd and I stopped watching. Ooh. Like, we actually found him to be... Uh, obnoxious. Very obnoxious, and not fun to watch. Like, uh, and maybe also, he's better now. No, nah, well, we, we were done. Actually, it's kind of liberating to not watch that show anymore, because it was just... I don't know, we never really... Well, what's-his-face who plays the sheriff? He's leaving. Yeah, it's his last season. It's his last season. Yeah. He announced that at Comic-Con. Which, uh, I feel like he should have said that about four seasons ago. 
But you know what? I don't think he has anything lined up. Well, Andrew Lincoln will be fine. Um, money is money, honey. And I'm sure he gets a lot of money for that show. He, he might be being offered, like, I don't know about leading man, but he probably offered, like, other roles now. He's British. Like, he's got range. He was in Love Actually. He's doing fine. He was also on a British TV series called Teachers. No one talks about that. Nah, I remember Teachers. Yeah, he's he'll be fine. But, like, honestly, the, the, the arc of Rick, I feel, was kind of over, like, four seasons ago. So, yeah. It's for the best. I hear you. Um, anyway, but, of course, I don't watch anymore, so uh, don't at me on that, because I don't watch. Okay. Um, just I read a fun article, uh, which I need to just sort of actually, like, uh, get that info on that. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> NES, as in the, uh, you know, the Nintendo Entertainment System, uh-huh. not pronounced NES. Ness is pronounced Ness. Really? Yes. Since when? Uh, well, on Twitter, uh, a gamer named Kyle McLean showed a screen from the Japanese version of WarioWare Gold for 3DS, which puts the characters pronounced Ne and Su above NES, thus Nessu, which is the closest the Japanese characters can get to Ness. So, per WarioWare, the new one for the 3DS, the way it's written in katakana would be the syllables Nessu. I don't agree. Moving on. <laughs> also, the creator of the of GIFs says that they should be pronounced GIF, and I'll be fucking damned before I call a GIF a, a GIF. GIF. And so, that's and also, just like Square Enix should be not Square Enix. It should be Enix. I just call it Squeenix, typically, just because that's more fun. Although, uh, because I'm old, I keep wanting to call it Squaresoft. Like, I always want to call it Squaresoft. Because that's what they used to be. Wait, they call it Square Enix. Yeah, it's Square Enix. Yeah, but... Isn't it? Is it Enix? Hmm. I was yeah, just... That's, I was, that's what I just said. That's why I was... It's not Enix. I was just call it Squeenix. It should be Enix. Yeah, I just yeah. call it Squeenix because it's easier. Cute. Um, anyway, uh, but yeah, so fun facts. Ness for the Nintendo Entertainment System. All right. Um, we'll just have to live with it. Just like we'll just have to live with the fact that Samus is transgender. Okay. Um, and uh, I know we talked about this before, but um, new developments since then. All of the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy have all signed a statement, kind of rallying support for James Gunn. Uh huh. Interesting, though. I mean, you know, like, you know, Hardwick. It's not going to happen. Hardwick's back to work, but James Gunn looks like it's just probably not happening. Oh, okay. Well, that's good for Hardwick. But like, is he uh, still doing the show? I think he's back on Talking Dead. Oh, I didn't even know Talking Dead was still a thing. Yeah, I don't really understand after show shows, but uh, especially for nine seasons. Yeah, well, I guess there's a lot to talk about for an hour. I would go with no, but you know, it's a thing. All right. Hey, it fills out the schedule, and and people watch it. Yeah, and I, I bet you it's like dirt cheap to produce. So that's some smart TV making there. Just like. <clears throat> Happy Dead Day. Happy Dead Day. Woo. Uh, but yes, anyway, um, all the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy have re- signed a statement kind of speaking to his character and yeah. um, how, and also, I mean, it's kind of also a thing of like the whole thing of Guardians of the Galaxy is it's a motley group, a motley group of uh, people with checkered pasts coming together for a great common good. Like, yeah. it's literally a movie about redemption. I think um, he's learned his lesson. Well, I thought he learned his lesson six years ago when he talked about those tweets then. 
And I think he's not only learned his lessons, but I think he's learned that he is not a god. And everybody, shit happens to everyone, and he's probably getting over it now. Yeah, the thing is, I, so I still feel like you're bringing too much of other stuff into this. It was never about delusions of grandeur. I know, but I These just, were about terrible I just jokes. hear things about his character. Ugh, yeah, we talked about this offline. There's, yeah. I feel like there's none of this is what we're talking about. Exactly. Doesn't matter. His work his work on a profile may be different from his personal profile. Yeah. But when you know both, you judge both. But yeah, it's just so funny that Disney hired him in the first place, given his previous work profile was completely antithetical to what they would want. Like, cause yeah. funny, like even those those tweets that are a thing, like he was ahead of them, talked about it. But also, yeah, I mean, like just you can't I, I mean, don't know. Based yeah. on what the movies he'd made before, you can't be surprised. But it's this has been a very frustrating. Like I don't understand the yeah. scuttlebutt around this thing. But I don't like Guardians of the Galaxy, so I don't really fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are many people who do, um, including the cast who wrote a thing about it. I That's know. All. I do feel bad for the cast. Yeah, I don't think you feel that bad. I don't, because they can find another director. Yeah. Well, and now like there's, I think Dave Bautista was saying something like, if they don't use James Gunn's script then he's, like, threatening to walk or something. I, that could have been a fake article. I don't know if it was actually legit or not. But, like, I know that he's been really outspoken about it. And I guess even if James Gunn doesn't direct, he did kind of give all these characters the voices that they have in these movies because he's written both of them so far. Yeah. So to change that would change the series, probably. Um, but they did it with um, DC Films. Look how those turned out. Not so well. So, uh, you know... Yeah, I mean, of course, I haven't even seen all the DC movies, but I just know that, you know, obviously they're not moving the needle like uh, Marvel does. Yeah. Um, so uh, the Minecraft movie has been delayed after the writer and director left the production. It's uh, Rob uh, McElhaney from... Why uh, is this being made? Because Minecraft is one of the biggest games in the world, and to make a movie about it, even if it's bad, will make shit tons of money. Who fucking cares? All the people who are going to cash those checks. It's a dumb idea. Also, all the kids who will actually be excited. Hell, you saw this. You probably saw the Super Mario movie in theaters, right? I did. Yeah. And you actually still look on it fondly. I still love it. Kids will make mistakes now. Kids, All kids have to make mistakes every generation. It's not a mistake. It's a good film. <laughs> okay. You and I are just not going to get along for the rest of this recording. Minecraft is dumb craft. <laughs> All right, well, to all the people who actually would care. Anyway, uh, Rob McElhaney, uh, Mac, from uh, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, mm -hmm. was originally slated to write and direct. And he has left the project. Because he's a smart-ass motherfucker. I don't know why. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. Do you like Minecraft? Am I hurting you? I, Am I hurting your feelings, I, Rob? I do not Rob. play Minecraft. Rob. Am I hurting your feelings? No. I don't make Minecraft. I have no horse in this race. No love for it. This is just me telling a thing that I thought was noteworthy. and It is noteworthy, know, but even why are they making it? That's all I'm asking. I know why they're making why it. Why are they making Legally Blonde 3? Like, this is an easy conversation to continue forever. There's so many things that don't need to be made. But it's a rhetorical question. There's no real answer to it. I'm just asking. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Uh, last two things I got uh, real fast. Um, Alf is back. 
I know. In I TV that. show form. Yes. Uh, that was a nod to Nick there, by the way. It was a little Simpsons reference about uh, Alf Pogs. But yeah, no, uh, yeah, Alf is back. Apparently, it's going to be produced by Warner Brothers. It's not going to be with the Tanner family. It's going to be a different family that he's embedded with this time. And it does not have a network yet. He was with the Tanners, just like in Full House? I believe it was the Tanner family. Huh. So, um, but yeah. So, uh, anyway, coming back. We don't know when, I guess. But um, kind of exciting. Like I, so I loved Alf as a kid. I'm sure it's going to be pretty terrible. But um, I loved the dad. Yeah, remember him? Mm-hmm. He had the glasses and was nerdy. Yep, he was very, very straight laced, and Alf was just not what he expected. Yeah, of course. Also, I'm surprised that, that man let you know an alien life form that wanted to eat their cat like live in the house. Wait, if we are getting Alf back, does that mean we're getting Small Wonder back? Oh. And Mr. Belvedere? You can hold the Mr. Belvedere. Why would they make a reboot of Mr. Belvedere? Because it was so fucking good. No, it's weird when when someone asks a question that, like, you really have no intention of answering. It's rhetorical? Yeah. Because, do-do-do-do-do-do. Remember that theme song? I hated Mr. Belvedere. Uh, Travis and I used to watch it every morning before (laughs) school. (laughs) That was not, uh, that was not a show for me. But I did love Small Wonder. Yeah, that one's good. That was an after-school one, though. And then um, my last little bit of news here. This is kind of crazy. This all happened today. Um, so there's a new game that just came out this week called Dead Cells, which sounds like it's pretty good. I'm hearing good reviews in the first place. Uh, the video review for IGN apparently plagiarized. Oh, and they removed it. Someone else's, like a, a smaller uh, YouTube video content creator kind of thing, like one of their reviews. And um, it, uh, yeah, like that that why would somebody from IGN even try to do that i don't know well and then uh, i think he might be maybe he's a freelancer or maybe he's just sort of a contract kind of writer he's fired now well oh he's definitely been fired that's been the update that happened earlier today he got fired and then like as this happened somebody also posted an article that he wrote for kotaku that like literally took huge paragraphs from another written source on something what a lazy ass motherfucker yeah a fifa 18 review i think is the thing he wrote and it's very 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 taken like it's so funny i feel like plagiarism is like last time i really heard about plagiarism was like college yeah or that one speech that melania did yeah all you have to do is type it into google if somebody else has it you changed some words totally and like <laughs> and this guy he changed some words but not enough like it definitely is a lazy thing and i, I guess wow. maybe it's just maybe you thought no one was looking because i guess i haven't heard about plagiarism in a while but i would never think to do it so Who, anyway do you think anybody's ever gonna hire him again um i mean i don't want to say i hope not because i don't want to like ruin somebody's livelihood forever Mm -hmm. but like i mean i hope there's a while before he gets hired and also maybe i don't know if he's fucking plagiarizing people maybe he's in the wrong industry yeah because like i'm not saying he's unemployable i'm just saying maybe in that job he's not really that employable i'm thinking he's been doing it for a long time he's bored of it he wants to move on but he doesn't know what else to do so he's like i'm just gonna take other people's work yeah super weird yeah i don't know like uh, so I know the internet's kind of coming out to get him right now, and I feel bad, but also he kind of fucked up. But um, more than once, apparently. Yeah, more than more than once. So that's really it's crazy. I can't. Who believe knows that's what a else thing. they're gonna find? Yeah, like this is a thing where like yeah, suddenly everyone's like, oh hey, here you go. And like the way that he got pointed out was the original content creator tweeted saying like, wow, my review was just completely plagiarized for IGN. Like, what do I do? Oh, like, and they found it. Oh, and then everything went from there. 
and like within a day, review was down, writer was fired, they're re-reviewing Dead Cells now, um, so they can get a new video up. But like, yeah, it's crazy. Like, IGN has 10 million followers on YouTube. This kid that they ripped off, like, has, has like, like 1,600. 11,000. It was like not that many followers. Yeah. And so it's just That's like, That's still yeah. a lot, 11,000. Well, I'm sure he's got a lot more now. Because yeah. I imagine his numbers probably skyrocketed. People were like, hey, wait a minute. If he's worth ripping off for IGN, maybe we should be watching his stuff. Like, also, I think a lot of people are kind of feel for him that he's got taken advantage of. He wasn't even, he didn't know it was happening until it happened. You know? How did he find it? I'm guessing if you make your own videos, you probably watch IGN videos when they come out. And so I'm guessing he must subscribe to IGN. He's maybe he's one of those 10 million subscribers they have. And this morning when the video went live, he probably watched it being like, oh, I wonder what they he thought. he did it too. Yeah, it's like, I've written a review on this. I wonder what they say. Oh, they the say exactly thing. what I said. You know? Actually, no, it'd be awesome if IGN hired him. That would be the happy ending cool. here. If IGN's like, you know what? We're not going to re-review Dead Cells. We're going to post yours. That'd be kind of awesome. If they paid him to put his review up, and then maybe they... I wonder if he's a good writer. Yeah, well, clearly, I mean... I mean... He was worth ripping off. But I mean, also, with the right editor, he could be however they want him to be. It'd be kind of cool, actually, if IGN just offered him a job, because clearly he's doing something right. Yeah, that's true. Like, the article I wrote, the... The title was not even the title I wrote. Oh, yeah. Like, it was a completely different title. Yeah, they absolutely, yeah. you know, they, they edit. That's what they do. Yeah. It's in their name. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's all the news I got. Um. Is it time for the crush? Crush. Of the week. Crush. Yeah, crush. it is. Today, by the way. Yeah. I I'm a read. football fan. Football. So soccer. Yes. Football Americano. I'm much more. I'm much more uh, a a football fan than a football Americano fan. I much prefer soccer. I prefer the sh- men in shorts. So I like all the still photos. I love their hairstyles. Soccer players have such yeah. cool fucking hair. I'd rather watch soccer than football. Right. Anytime, and the guys are always hot. Wait, and will they run a fucking ten k per game? Like, they're fit. They're. Fit. Fit motherfuckers. Speaking of fit motherfuckers, oh, that leads me to my crush of the week, Roadhog. And my, <laughs> I know, right? He's shapes protruding belly. Yeah, he's he's in shape, my, mostly circles. My crush of the week is big. <laughs> I can't even say it without big bad dick and ass from Conan Exiles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have photos? Yes, I, oh well. I'm, I was trying to gather photos that I can actually careful. use <laughs> on on Instagram. Oh my so god! So I have These one amazing one with a guy carrying his dick in a wheelbarrow, like you but do. it's censored. Yes, and the other so one a wheel, is a wheelbarrow, like a um, oh well, the character creation when they're on a crucifix, yeah, or they're on a cross. This is the only one I found with the censor, though. Yeah, and that's where the, you have the little slider, the dick slider. Yeah, like extends or retracts. Those are the only two I found so far. Nice. Well, that wheelbarrow one is hilarious. Because if you can customize a man, you can customize a plan for a happy future. I just made that up. <laughs> can you tell? <laughs> patent pending, patent pending. She will be making hats. I will be. Hashtag whoa. <laughs> uh, a girl can dream. So, right. yes, I would like to build a man. It's kind of like build a bear. Just 
slap appendages on it in all different places. <laughs> so, uh, well, my crush this week is kind of boring. He's pretty, he seems like a pretty vanilla dude. You mean he's, it's not dick and ass? He's, no, it is not. He's like the golden retriever of, of men. Uh, it is Ulberic from Octopath Traveler. He's okay. my lead guy. Um, I picked him mostly just because he's a big dreamy warrior. Mm-hmm. He's probably a full, like, I think most people probably come up to, like, his collarbone. He's significantly taller than everybody, at least, you know, in all the the more detailed art, not the pixel art. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's just a big, like, big dude who just is doing the right thing, like, for, you know, let's have an honorable fight kind of thing. He's like, like the Reinhardt, but less of a dick. Yeah, he's a lot less spicy than Reinhardt. He seems yeah. like a very uh, pliable man who follows orders. Cool. So, yeah, it feels very, very safe and very sort of like, meh. But, like, I don't know. You kind of got to well, have... If he's cute, then... Well, and you got to kind of have a big, strapping, reliable, predictable dude sometimes. But you know what? That's what I loved about the um, the boy in uh, Happy Death Day. Like, her boyfriend. Or, right. or the guy who she, he's crushing he's on. He's kind of a big, dumb oaf, but, like, he's honest. He's and cute. He's just, yeah. And he's reliable, and he helps her along her journey to figure out what's going on. Yeah, and, that's kind of who this guy is. And you know what? Okay, so let's talk about dating for a hot minute, if we can. Yeah, we got a little bit of time. Okay, so when you're my age, I'll be 37 in less than a month. You don't look a day over 24. <laughs> Thank you. Um... <laughs> Uh, you realize guys are trash, and there's a reason. If they're at the age I am, why would why they're single? Oh yeah, we have our issues. I mean, I have my issues. I know that, but I think one of the biggest factors for me not finding somebody is I'm trans, and people are fucking scared, especially at my age. Like people my age were, you know, were taboo. Yeah. The younger generation, it's cool. Like I have like twenty three year olds, twenty one year olds, like. That generation hitting me up all the time, but I'm like, I'm just too old for that nonsense. So, yeah, it's just, I mean, you just realize once you hit a certain age, guys are trash. So it's always nice to see an honorable man. Right. Something cute actually happening. Because, yeah, no, that's not going to happen in real life. Oh, no. Like, this guy is a complete just hero archetype. Yeah. He is a hero. I want to say warrior. He's a hero. Yeah. All I need is a hero till the end of the night. Okay. Yeah, that, that's him. Yeah. So, anyway, so there so, you have it. That's my crush. All right. Well, that's cool. And you can follow me, my new hero who wants to get on that bandwagon, at <laughs> Satine the Dream on Instagram and Twitter, or at Satine on Twitch. I will not refer to myself as a bandwagon, <laughs> but you can follow this pile of hot garbage <laughs> at Fast Danger on Twitter, or at Mr. Gladstone on Instagram and Twitch. You can follow the podcast at BitDiffPodcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and YouTube. And you can write us an email at bitdiffpodcast at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Wednesday. And would you kindly follow, rate, and comment in iTunes and the Google Plays. And Rob, I'm so happy we got through our little fight <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> I'm still mad. We had our first fight. I'm still mad. <laughs> I'm not so much mad as I am disappointed. Why? We can We're not even going to get into no, it. No. <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening, everyone, and ciao. Bye-bye.